hello, 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 and welcome again to another podcast episode. You are now tuned into WDGS on your podcast station. I am here. It is bright and early. The birds are chirping, and I'm giving thanks to God. For blessing my life to see another day, a new day. And hope that you are blessed in your spirit and that you are grateful, grateful, grateful for this new day. I am your host with the most, Alfreda. Today, my little morning voice, you know, my voice haven't just cracked on open. But hopefully that you is is clear enough that you can embrace these awesome words from God. Today I want to talk about grades in your life. Yes, we have grades in life. A's, B's, C's, and F. You know, my thing is that this whole world is like a big classroom and everybody that's in it play two roles teachers and students there's somewhere in life you will be responsible in teaching somebody and that somebody may very well be yourself you have to teach yourself discipline you have to teach yourself how to be patient. You have to teach yourself when to move and when to sit still. You have to teach yourself when to hold it and when to fold it. We are always teaching somewhere in life. And we are always students because we are always learning somewhere in life. And the Bible says that we are forever learning. Forever. So as long as we're learning, we are students. And as long as we're teaching, we are teachers. Now the thing about school is this. In school, you will always find this. You will find a grading system tools to help you study and succeed when you are tested. You will always be tested. Even teachers have testing levels. We are never above being taught. If you have a mindset that no one can teach you, then I'll let you know right now you will be making failing grades. And that brings me to a few spelling words. I would love to share on this lesson of life. There are some things, or should I say, uh, what would we call this? A combination of, of spelling and and perhaps history, and maybe even English. (laughs) But I want to say this. We cannot do anything in life 
we will not even have a life without God. Now, that's the main thing. That's just like saying, I go to my class every day, and there's a class full of students, but I don't have a teacher. See, now, there are different types of teachers. But the main teacher, the head teacher, is God. The most important thing in life that we should embrace in order to be promoted is that God is the head teacher. If you have lived in this life and you know that you have not survived because of how smart you think you are how much money you have and how much you know then I know you are a passing student see when we put God on the back burner in our lives we begin to make failing grades. There should not be anybody in your life more important to acknowledge than God. And I'm going to say why. Because without God, whoever we make our idol, oh God, help me this morning, that person would not even exist if it wasn't for God. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have children to love, husbands to hold, jobs to have, and money in our account. All of this, all of this come because of God. You would not have the very life you have if it was not for God. Never lose track of who your teacher is, is God. You know, when I think back on my life, I've been in a car accident, but God kept me alive. I've been put to sleep in the hospital, and God kept me alive. I have laid down at night, and God covered me and kept me alive. And this is why I say we should acknowledge him first and foremost because every situation that I name, somebody is not alive to say that. Somebody died in the car accident. You know, my best friend, <clears throat> some years ago, she called me one day and she told me that her uncle had got killed in a car accident. One block from where he lived. One block. He was on his way home from work. And she told me that a drunk driver hit him head on. And this wasn't in the middle of the night. See, people, when you have life, to wrap your arms around somebody, when you still have life, Oh, my God. To look at yourself in the mirror. 
Remind yourself when you go to the bathroom break. You know, when we in school, because we're having school today. We're going to get some things out in the open about why you're passing and why you're failing. You Maybe you're spending too much time in the bathroom, taking breaks, trying to glamorize yourself, prep your hair. I've been there, did that when I was going to Central Georgia Technical College. That's how I met a couple of good friends. We was always in the bathroom, primping and prepping our hair. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you miss, now we did this during break time, but when you miss your class time, the time in your life you need to be sitting in class and learning what it is that God is trying to teach you. My God. But you too busy hanging out in the bathroom, hiding out. And I tell you, if you spend more time in the bathroom trying to glamorize your life than in the classroom to learn what you need to do to make better grades, I can tell you now, you're going to be failing. Failing grades, what they do in life, they have us. When we get promoted, you know, it's not a good feeling to get promoted to the seventh grade and be placed back in the first grade. Amen. That's like my podcast before this one, taking five steps forward. And I said three steps backwards. But there are some people who take five steps forward and seven steps backwards. And you may say, well, what does that mean? That means everything that you started out having and achieving, you lost it all along the way. That happens to people sometimes. That happens to people because they may get caught up. You know, they get caught up in drinking and drugs. Or they get caught up in the wrong man. Or they get caught up in the arrogancy of life and they stop believing that it is God who has blessed and positioned them and they start believing in their own self-strength. I tell you some things. When things start failing in our lives, mm, when we start making failing grades, I'm going to tell you something. The first reason is because we start having other gods before God. And a lot of times people may not see it that way. They may be like, no, I, I, I don't have other gods before God. But the Bible says when you are idol worship. See, I never put, I'm going to talk about me. I never put anything in anybody before my God. Now, I love my children and I love myself and I love my husband. But God came first because I knew without God. See, I needed God 
to protect my children. I needed God to keep me alive so I could raise my children. My God. I needed God to bless me with money to take care of my children. So I wanted to pass those grades in life. Now I didn't pass all my grades. Sometimes I made me an F here and there. But I never got demoted. I never retained and stayed back. See, because when you stay back and you get retained, you lose stuff. And see, I never lost anything. What I would do would give away things. I was that student that would share with her classmates. I'd be a blessing to somebody. i give them this. i give them that. But I thank God. I didn't lose anything because I kept God as my God. I never wanted to make failing grades. I never wanted, and I, and I know this happened with people, but I never wanted to be addicted to anything. Anything that would make me lose my children, my home, my car, my life. That's why I say, yes, I failed some tests, but I didn't flunk some subjects. I had to stay true to God because I appreciated him for keeping me alive. Like I said, my cousin, I mean, my friend cousin died around the corner from where he lived. And see, I had the fear of the judgment of God over my life. And I did not, I did not want nobody else to raise my children. I have six children and only one child I did not raise. And that was a conscious choice. That was a conscious decision because of a traumatic event. And even now we have a very close bonding relationship. But one thing I learned, the first thing I learned in school was loving God. I was taught to love God before I ever had children. And once I had children, I was taught by God that it was my responsibility. My responsibility. I carried them in my womb. It was not my mother's responsibility. It was not their daddy's responsibility. It was not their grandma, their neighbor, my sister, my brother. It was my responsibility my God to raise them who's mine and although sometimes we may not choose to have these children but I was raised old school where they said well once they get here they didn't ask to be here they didn't ask to be here and if you want to fail lean great Let me give you some information that will help you fail real quick in school. Neglect God's children. Because once they are birthed and birthed forth in this world, they are God's. And if he assigned you 
oh my God, to nurture them because you carried them in your womb. That is your responsibility. Mm. Now, if you neglect to raise your children, I'm going to help somebody today. You should neglect every dime that you generate from having them. See, people didn't understand how I made it. But when I worked, I worked for my children. When I filed taxes, that money was for my children. And there was nothing more important than keeping a roof over their head, keeping clothes on their back, keeping shoes on their feet. You know, and people nowadays, they are so caught up in hugging and kissing children. But let me tell you something I learned because I learned this through God. Everything and everybody that hugs and kiss you is not a hug and kiss because you love them, because you love me. See, I learned that at a young age. That's why I wasn't so caught up in, oh, my mama didn't give me enough kisses. Oh, my mama didn't give me enough hugs. See, I know that everybody didn't go to the same school. You know, it makes a difference what school you attend. See, I went to the school of the Bible teaching. That's what my grandmother made us study. She made us study our Sunday school lesson. She made us read our Bible. So that's the school I went to. And I had a pastor that asked me one day. He said, who teaching did you sit under? And I said, I sat up under the teaching of the word of God. Because it is God who carried me and kept me. Even as a child. See, and I don't deny that. I know I could have been dead a long time ago. I could have never seen my children become adults. Because it wasn't like because I wasn't a person who committed sin. The Bible said that all sin causes us the wages of death. My sins, I could have died in my sins and never saw my children to be grown. Or my children could have died tragically and I had to bury them tragically. Are you passing or are you failing? What are we doing with our lives, people? Are we passing or are we failing? And I'm not talking about on my meter. I'm talking about the meters that God has set before us. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, he said we have a responsibility to diligently teach our children. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I got issues with people who don't diligently teach their children. I do. That's so unfair. You know, when I raised my kids, their lives had such a structure. They knew breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They knew what time to get ready for bed. They knew, if nothing else, that their mother was there. I didn't put my children off on nobody else to be responsible in raising but me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I knew. 
that the people, a lot of people, if they were not passing, making passing grades, I was not going to send my children to be cared for by some people that's already failing. Well, what you mean by failing? I'll tell you what failing. Failing in life comes from different perspectives. When you find a person that's disrespectful, now I'm going to tell you what the Bible it causes us to feel is to disrespect your mother and your dad your elders those in authority you when you don't walk in faith in God because the Bible says without God it's impossible to believe I mean without faith without faith without faith it is impossible to please God mmm That's why I say, I got to believe God to keep my grades passing. I got to believe him. He showed me how he can make ways out of no way. He showed me how he can open doors and bless me with jobs to take care of my children. He showed me that what I needed to have their lives stable. Now, once we get grown, we have a mind of our own. Sometimes we are influenced by those around us. But one thing I have never surrendered, even to right now, if my children need me to stand in the gap and pray and encourage them from the word of God, and encouraging a person doesn't always mean you're going to tell them something they want to hear or even like to hear. But when you know the truth, and the truth is what's going to make them free, bring them out of bondage, I still nurture them. Mm. See, I was saying, I found out just because you hug and kiss a person, (laughs) Judas kissed Jesus. Mm. Judas kissed Jesus. Mm. People can hug and kiss you and then they can also neglect you. They're not there for you. They're always pushing you off on somebody else. And that can be a husband, a wife, a parent, a child, an employer. When you find that a person is always pushing you off on somebody else. Mm. I'd rather have a person stable in my life than hugs and kisses here and there. I'm going to tell you something God is not pleased with. He is not pleased with people who render parental rights. If God blessed us with a child, he will bless us to take care of those children. It is so many children that are falling in the gap now. Because persons are more caught up in their feelings and their fun and their foolishness than they are those precious little lives to come home and look in their face every day. People don't have the patience 
with their own children and they think that they're going to pass grades to prosper in life. And I have an even bigger pet peeve is when people get all this money for children. You know, you claim children on your taxes. You get this tax money and you do what with it? Now, I got a real problem. I'm just saying me. Because for years, I didn't get income tax. And I'll tell you why. I didn't work. So I was on welfare. I was on the system. I lived a, I lived a mediocre lifestyle. Because I had too many children to pay a babysitter just to go to work. So see, I rendered, I made sacrifices for mine. For me to sit home with them every day. I had a pet peeve. I did not want to put my kids in daycare. I didn't want to expose their systems to all the children who come with colds and and all kind of different stuff. And, and, And God be my witness. Other than a cold every now and then. I never had to take my children to the doctor for anything while they were little. Unless they got injured. But a lot of the things that people take their children to the doctor for now and put these drugs in their system, I never did that. Because I took time to take care of mine. They belonged to me. They were my responsibility. And I knew that out of all the grades, in this world, and this is what I'm going to give you all, and I'm going to leave it with you. There are three things. If you want to keep failing in life, if you want to keep failing in life, if you want to keep repeating the same grade, dishonor three categories of people. That's God, your parents, and your children. If you find yourself constantly, constantly, always losing things, every time you turn around, you're losing. It's time to examine your tools of learning. It's time to study. It's time to know. That something is going wrong. It's a sad person that's sitting in the class of life. We all sit in the class of life. But you find yourself always retaining your grades. And then I'm and I'm not talking about the people who have addictions. They can't help themselves. But the people like God gave me yesterday, four words, the people who walk in fear, foolishness, and faking, those people who faking, foolish, and fearful of standing up into doing what they have been assigned by God to do. You know, even the law itself, the only exceptions the law says that it should grant abortions is if you 
were raped. But if you laid down with somebody in the joys and liberty (laughs) and made that baby, don't abandon your children for your fun. Let me tell you something. God was always first in my life. My children were second. And then me and then my man. Now that order changes when you get married. It was God, then my husband, and then me. No, it was God, my husband, then my children, then me. For some reason, I always put myself last. Because I wasn't selfish. Because I wasn't selfish. And what I wanted to do, I gave up a lot of things that I wanted to do. I wanted, but see, I had to. See, when I, you know, the old people tell you things, that's why I don't be mad with nobody. The old people said, baby, keep your dress tail down, go to school, get your education, then get you a good paying job. But see, I didn't take that route. I didn't take that route. But I turned out okay. Because I honored my God. I honored through marriage in my relationships. I honored my children. And I honored myself enough to not keep making bad grades what tools are you working with what are you studying what are you what are you sitting in class for your classroom of life are you just showing up for recess and lunch or are you there to get promoted every year every year something better for your own life every year because I tell you something sooner or later we will either graduate or we will retain so many times until we reach an age that we are kicked out of school they won't let you come to school anymore when you reach a certain age And you have not got on track to get promoted. And being kicked out of school can go several ways. See, sometimes we look around at people and we be thinking, well, where is God? Why God let them go through that? It is not God's fault that we don't choose To take the money when people and say, well, you know what? God blessed me with this because I got these children. See, that was me. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to let it go. God blessed me with a welfare check and food stamps to take care of my children. And I sit here to you honestly and say for every year I got them food stamps. I never, ever, ever sold a food stamp to nobody. Now, I'm not here to put nobody on front street. I'm just here to tell you about me. 
Because when God blessed me with those food stamps, it was to buy food. I didn't have no big cookouts. People can tell you that know me. I had to live in the projects, but my kitchen was full of groceries. And my children had decent clothes because when they gave me the money that I would not, I couldn't qualify for without the children's. It's just like income tax, people. You can't qualify for that money because probably without the children, you'll be paying some back. My God. So whatever God blessed me with to provide for my children, that's what I did. They may not have had the best clothes, but what I could afford to do without going out there committing a crime, I made the sacrifice to do. If I had to stay at the club to make sure, if I had to get a welfare check to make sure that I was there with them every day, to feed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, I'm not saying nobody quit your job, but what I'm talking about is the parents who don't have a job and they're not there to feed their kids breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but you're not working. What are you doing? That's my concern. And then we want to talk about the world is so chaotic and all the cruel, mean people in it. But somewhere, somebody started it with the parenting skills. Somebody neglected that child. Somebody left that child open to be wounded, abused, sexually, physically, financially, mentally. Somebody is started. It didn't start with these children. It didn't start with these babies. It didn't start with these grown-ups. It started with somebody who was more concerned about their personal life and their passion for what they want opposed to what God wants. God wants us to love him, love our children, and love our parents. And he said, and for these cause, when you're obedient to your parent, he extended the life that you have. And until we get back to some basic fundamentals in order to get promoted, we're going to make failing grades. What grade are you making? Are you making A, B, C's, or F's? What grade are you making and why? Maybe you need some tutoring. Sometimes we need a little tutoring. Certain subjects can challenge us. But when you know you're challenged and you know you keep failing the test, look for some help. God always provides tutoring tools in this land. And one of the most biggest ones is his word and prayer. Amen. You have a beautiful, blessed day. And may the blessings of the Lord continue to flow, flow, flow down from heaven to earth and meet all of your needs. What you stand in the need of. 
some of your wants and even some of your desires. Let today be a landmark where you make a decision to choose whether or not you want to continue to make failing grades or you want to make passing grades. And I tell you, if you take care of three things, take care of your spirit. Let God teach and guide you. Take care of your spouse if you are married. Take care of your children and take care of yourself. And whatever you do, never let anybody come between that lineage. Because if they do, you will be failing. We are to love our children. And we are to let nobody in our lives who don't embrace loving our children. When you allow that to happen, I'll show you a person that's retaining. I'll show you a person that moved five steps forward and three steps backwards or five steps forward and seven steps backwards. Because if we're not careful, that is not of God. That is not of God. And it it bothers me for anybody to be so caught up in their pleasures and their needs and their wants more than the precious little lives that have been granted to them. I'm got to turn in a loose. I got to turn in a loose because this thing, it just touches my heart. But you all have a beautiful, blessed day. Oh, God, let's work on trying to make passing grades. May you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Have a beautiful day in the Lord. God bless. Until the next time, good day.